Hello. And welcome to Love, Life, Money, and a Cup of Coffee with Cody and Kathy. Good morning, good morning. Good morning. It's Friday. What's the date today? I don't even know. Not the 13th, but... (laughs) (laughs) It's 10 a.m. It's almost 60 degrees outside in Salt Lake. We love that. But we also are seeing a lot of water coming off these mountains. And we live in Draper, and literally houses are falling off the hill. It's called mudslide. No, it's... Or <laughs> bad foundation. It's... when it's we a When we first met, I, I mean, I don't mean to pat myself on... I mean, you're building your house on a sand hill. Literally, you have uh, Geneva Rock pulling sand and rocks out of that mountain... And here you have these home builders saying that it's safe to put a house up there. I never, never, and I told you this, would put a house up on that hill. Now, I would in the corner, but all of a sudden, now these houses are just literally coming down the mountain. So anyway, it's beautiful. It's warming up. and uh, Finally. Yeah, finally. We're excited about our topic today. and our top- We are? <laughs> <laughs> I, I am. I'm. I've been looking forward to this all week. <laughs> no, this is. It's. 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 It's an interesting topic because over the years, I, I used to do a monthly. Well, actually, yeah, I guess it was monthly. Ladies, um, a ladies' lunch every month. Yep, and then I changed it to quarterly, and then COVID hits, and yeah, we haven't had a chance to kind of re-engage that. Yeah. But because of that, I I have a lot of female clients, and we've talked about this in the past. But a lot of them are widowed, a lot of them are divorced, a lot of them are married, right? And they, they're, they're, they're looking at, they're trying to educate themselves, which we support tremendously. And that's really what we want to talk about today is, you know, if you're a female and you're, you know, it doesn't really matter what age, but if you're especially, you know, looking at maybe 10 years to retirement, what concerns might you have? What are some things that we're seeing in our practice as we work with these these females? You know, what what are their their biggest fears? What are they asking the you know the universe for, so, so to speak? Yeah, and you know, most of these women, some because the um, majority of them, the men, pretty much are in charge of their finances, so they don't have a clue, or they're like very have minimal ideas to what's going on in there and i think that's changing but Mm -hmm. it is still it is still statistically prevalent that that the men kind of take the lead on that matter of fact one client that we have just for privacy reasons i'll change her name i'll call her caitlin but anyway caitlin was married for a long time a long time you know 20 plus years Yeah, 20 plus years her husband was an executive uh, high up in his company, very high up, had done very well for himself, but had not really included her in the investment or, or any or of the finances finance. in yeah. general, right? And unfortunately, uh, it been about three or four years, and uh, he, had a, he had a massive heart attack and, and passed away. You know, and here she is, you know, fortunately, he they had the resources, but she had no idea where the resources were, why they were where they were. And we didn't actually get to meet her right after that happened. 
Uh, fortunately, her, her brother was there to support her and go, you know, kind of detail out where everything was and uh, even even got overly complicated. You know, he was there to support her, but, but long term he knew that she needed some resources and, and, and he ended up referring her to us. And we've been working with her for, for several years now. And she, she's, she's just like an amazing woman. She has amazing children. Yeah, one of them is special needs. Yeah, yeah, she has a special needs child. So he left her enough. As long as she's smart, she's never going to run out of money. But we, we did have to reorganize the finances so that she could understand what she had and, and kind of simplify. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot of stock options involved and a lot of you know stuff that was very uh, complicated. So over the last four years, we've spent you know a lot of time educating her, a lot of time with her family, communicating, making sure that you know she she has her uh, her trustee for her her trust now is is her her oldest daughter and uh, for you know that's a godsend for her as well you know so we've been able to to, to really see someone go through that plot there was a plot twist which we always talk about right and the question is you know as a, as a female whether there's a plot twist or not there 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 will be a <laughs> I guarantee there there's going to be a plot twist in all of our lives it could be small, oh, yeah. large, right? Life is full of it. Any day, any second, there could be a plot twist. Yep. You know, you can just drive to work and get into a car accident yep. and you're paralyzed. Yep. Or you kill somebody. Who knows, right? It's could happen anytime. That's why we call it plot twists. Yep. Yeah, and we had another client. I can give her name because she's now passed uh, with, with her husband, but uh, her name was Tammy. And then I think I may have shared this story, but they came in because she had cancer and was, wasn't expected to live more than about six months. And I got a call about six months in, and it was her. And she said, you know, Dave has, has passed away and was involved in an accident and, and uh, died. And so fortunately, they had come in to make sure their estate plan and everything was in order. So he was organized, and, and, it, and, and it just flipped. It just flipped, yep. And so fortunately, we had done the planning, and I was able to, you know, the first the first thing she asked me is, am I, am I going to be okay? And we had a plan in place, and we pulled that out and kind of went through that. And and uh, I think it gave her a, a huge peace of mind just knowing the answer to that was yes. She, she was going to be okay. So uh, with that said, let, let's talk about, you know, can... And, you know, I'm not, I'm not a woman. I'm not a female. I don't, I, you know, we, I, I would hope not. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, but you know, it's, we, there's definitely a different perspective when it comes to investing, financial planning, money, saving, you know, so m can you share maybe a, just a few statistics with us? Like, why are we talking, why is this so important right now that we're talking, that we, we discuss this? Well, it's important because it's, um, it's your retirement future or it's like you know what they call the golden years it's like what you really want to do and can you accomplish those goals now the men may have different goals like the men usually wants to travel and do a lot of things women may just well some wants to travel but maybe not in the extent that the men wants to so you know there's got to be like middle ground so you know for us it's just making sure that, okay, 
here's the goals, but where can they compromise or what, you know, what can we do to help them achieve those goals and be the therapist? Well, and I think it's critical too, because women, and we've talked a lot about those too, but they're, they're living longer than men. Oh yeah. And they're um, 65% of women end up um, taking care of their spouse. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, you know, there's a whole, that's a, a whole nother rabbit hole we can go down, you know, as far as, you know, the risks involved in, yep. in, in, matter of fact, I had a conversation with a client yesterday and, you know, we, we were talking about investing versus protecting and what, what direction to go. And I, you know, I'm not going to get involved in all the statistics, but the bottom line is more than half of folks are going to end up being a caregiver at some point. And That's why it says 65% of women and mm-hmm. it's 35% of men end up being caretakers. Wow. Because right now, like the life expectancy of a man is about 84.3 years and women is 86.7 years. Wow. So, you know, there's an emotional toll there, right? That, that comes along with emotional, that. Emotional, physical, and financial. And financial. And what we've also seen is the life expectancy of the caregiver actually is shortened, shortened if, if they're the one giving the care. Yep. And this, this is not our topic today, but boy, I'd, I'd much rather, you know, in, in our situation, I'd much rather have you there visiting with me, giving me emotional support than actually taking care of me. You know, yeah, the, because, the, you know, your long-term care plan is I'll hire a cute a cute brunette. Yeah, I, I did get that email you sent me the other day with the cute blonde pushing me in a wheelchair. I appreciate that. You're not into blondes. You like brunettes. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Well, you sent it to me. I, it is what it is. It is. You know, as women have taken more responsibility for their long-term goals and financial health, they have become a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, and you know, um, a lot of women are these days especially the younger generations are in you know career driven they're also in making money as well not just not just men you know being not just staying home and be a homemaker taking care of the kids you know these younger generations have a career but they're still saving less than men Mm -hmm. yep yeah and that's why it's just our passion you know, and I and I don't want like if you if you're a man and you're listening to this, don't 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 turn it off because it's a it's a two way road. It is, and it's just like you know, and to those men out there, like include your spouse. Yeah. At least have a conversation exactly. as to like you know what the future holds for you. Like, do you want what? What's your plan? Like, how how long do you have until retirement? What's you know, and what do you want to do after that? Yep. Well, and I think we, we get so involved, you know, especially financial advisors, we love the numbers, right? So, and I think it's, it's like, it's not about, it's not the about numbers. the numbers. The numbers are, you know, comes into play later, but it's yeah. about what you want to do during those golden years, yeah. you know, after, or even for some people, it's after they're in empty nesters. So what are their greatest fears and husbands listen in? Okay. Running out of money. <laughs> Number one. Yep. Running out of money because they, they know they're statistically probably going to live longer. And, and whether they're divorced, widowed, single, married, whatever the case is, 
they have a longer life expectancy. So that is their number one concern, Yep. outliving their money. What, what other challenges are unique to, to women? A plot twist. Yep. You know, divorce, lose a husband. Well, it's interesting. When we have a couple come in for the first time, you know, and we're talking, what does the man want to talk about? Investments. Investments and investments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's what they want to do, right? Grow my portfolio. Grow my, grow my money. How can you help me grow, 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 grow? And what do women want to talk about? How to reduce risk. Yep. And we say this all the time, you know, whether you have $3 million or $30 million or anywhere in between, it's just more money for someone to take from away from you, whether it be through a, a plot twist of a health. Anything, yeah. Creditor, whatever the case is. Divorce. Anything. Yep. And it's like, you know, a family is like a bear family, right? The female is a mama bear, so they're in protection mode. Yes, exactly. And the papa bear is in like, I'm the leader. I'm going to, you know. I got to do this for my family. Yep. But the mama bears in the protection mode. Yep. And of course the little cubs have their way of trying to mess up your plans or, <laughs> you know, the more cubs, the, to, the messier it gets. <laughs> yep. Or trying to tweak your plans or become your plot twist. <laughs> for sure. You know, the day they're born, I think is, uh, would be considered a, well, that they're, they're conceived probably. <laughs> <laughs> so some of those are plot twists within themselves, but mm-hmm. you know, in the U.S., there's a so there are 126 women for every hundred men age 65 and older. At age 85 and older, there's almost double when, the the amount of women than there are men. Yep, this is a pretty good dating pool, I guess. If you're six, if you're 70 and you want to. Why would you want to date at that age? I'll be like, um, I'm ready to go bye bye. Like, oh my gosh, come on! You want to, you know, people want to. I want to grow old with someone. If I was 75 and single, yeah, I, but if if I, I'd be on 75 and single side. 75 and single. Okay, don't. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not go there. Oh uh, yeah, okay. why, why not? I could end up there if I keep talking. Oop. You can't even handle yourself at 50. <laughs> and you're, you're thinking that 75 well, hey, what, what, and you're... Once you get me, you know, once you get my life in order and I'm all, you know, I'm doing everything I'm supposed to be doing. You know, I'm... Pr- hey, come on. I was pretty well trained when you got me. <laughs> yeah, not, not really. It, it may not seem that way, but trust me, I come, I, I came a long way. I had to hire a behavioral specialist just oh. to- <laughs> Okay. <laughs> to navigate this. No. Yeah. Yeah, You're fine. pretty well trained. Yeah. I think but, I am. But, you know, you kind of have to tweak, make it, kind of have to, I have to personalize it to the way. <laughs> it's like training a puppy. Oh, just give me treats and tell me how good I am and I'll be, a, I'll be a good boy. Okay. That, anyway, I'm not sure this is uh, going the direction <laughs> we wanted it to, but so anyway. so we talked about women outliving outliving their spouses. You know, Fidelity just came out with a report, uh, a study. It says 22 percent of women feel only 22 percent of women feel confident about planning for their long term financial needs. 
Yeah, and 24% of women feel confident about planning for retirement. So, and, you know, in the bigger picture, it becomes clear that regardless of whether you're, you're, you're partnered or you're single, it's important for you to take an active role in your retirement strategy. And the key is to start the conversation, like you early. just said. Early. Have that conversation. It doesn't mean you need to know the details or, you know, every single detail but 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 understand what what if this were to happen what if this were to happen what would we do what's the plan those are just ask each other those questions and you know we know that goal your goals uh, could change over time and that's okay yep. that's why you know we check in with our clients like okay are these still your goals and objectives yep. is this what you want to do yep and if so Oh, hey, are you, are you on the right path? And if, I mean, we had a couple people that, you know, decided to change their goals. And so we adjust their plan and make sure that, that they could accomplish those goals. Well, I think that's critical because men want to talk about the numbers, right? But it's, it really starts with what, what is it that's important to you? What are you passionate about? Yeah. What do you want to do? Yeah. How do you want your legacy to be? Yep. You know, it's just like, it just comes back to our love, like our love code. Yep. And, and it starts with what, like, what legacy do you want to leave? Not, not, not financially, right? Yes, financially part of it, but it's value, life. it's your value system. Yep. It's what, what is it when you're no longer here, what have you left behind? Or even like in life, in, you know, in your, in your careers, in your family, like, yep. like your your best friend's mom or your second mom, like she's like amazing with her kids, her grandkids. It's like, that's her living legacy. It's yeah. like, she's the best in that aspect. Well, and women, and again, I don't want to generalize, you know, and, and things, obviously the world is changing, but women, because typically there might be more time spent raising the family, Children. Uh, there might be more time. I know statistically speaking, if, parents need help or some type of care the oldest daughter is usually the one to provide that Mo yeah. most of that care most of the time yeah you know so so that can be a challenge too when you're trying to prepare for retirement because they have sometimes less resources because of those reasons right and then we have a pay gap that still exists which is getting better you know honestly i if you look at a lot of colleges you have a lot more women now graduating with degrees than you do men. Yeah. And we'll get to that um, in the next few episodes. You know, that's like a, the financial gender gap. It's a thing. It's real. It is. You know, the, the other thing is women tend to be more conservative than men. And honestly, statistically, statistically yes. speaking, yeah. not, not, not always the case. Well, d depends on how you define conservative, in right? Their, in their investing approach. Yeah. In life in general, because they're more risk adverse. Well, sometimes I feel like I'm pretty like aggressive in that's terms different. Of, in, that's different with us. You're more, you're more aggressive. I'm more than aggressive, but according to the study that Forbes or Fidelity have done, but it just like just because I buy and hold. And I usually don't sell it off when, you know, the market's down or, mm -hmm. you know, or sell high, buy low. You know, I don't do those day trading. 
mm-hmm. technically I'm considered a conservative investor yeah. in that sense. Yeah, for sure. But what I do is pretty aggressive. Yes. Yep. So but there's you, a... But you know what you own. Yep. You, you know what you... And that's the key. And I know why I own and it. And you know why you own it. Yep. Yeah, it is interesting because I... I and maybe that's why I probably have worked well with 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 females is because I'm very risk averse. I, I, I always want to know if this if this you know if something were to happen if we had a plot twist, you know let's let's make sure we're protecting the big the 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 pile. Yeah, women are more effective, high, more highly effective investors than men. Yeah, statistically. Yep. Share that with us. Women investors beat men's portfolio performance by 1.2% in one multi-year analysis and by 0.4% in another. Yep. So they turn their portfolio 45% less than men. Meaning they're not in their buying and selling, trying to yep. trying to chase the returns, trying to chase returns or tax loss harvest or whatever. It's just like yep. they're just buy and own, or they'll make adjustments when they feel. But I feel like women are also emotional investor in a way because they'll buy or sell when they feel like they have to. Like okay, COVID. Do I sell? Yeah. You know, when those major big plot twists happens in the world. Well, there's something out there and we're going to, we're going to hit this in a couple of weeks, but it's called ESG investing. And it's, it's essentially taking into account environmental factors in your, in your investments. Some people say, I don't care. Just make me money. I don't care what I own. I don't care if it's tobacco. I don't care if I'm investing in alcohol, pornography, uh, environment, you know, environmental companies that don't care about wh- whatever the case is. And, and so one thing that we were realizing is that women are really want to be more specific around what they're investing in and what they're supporting and what they're not supporting. Yeah. And indexing does that too with, in terms of investing, you can isolate the sector. Well, and that's what we're going to yeah. talk about is how, you, you know, index investing, you can't, Typical in the, uh, index investing, you you can't you know you can't really do that. Yeah, you can because that's what that's that's kind of new to where you can go in and pick yep. and choose. Historically, index investing is you're just buying the index and you're getting what whatever they're they're, yeah, they're buying. I mean, that sector has come a long way. Well, we'll talk about it, but environmental factors refer to the impact that companies have on the environment, such as their carbon footprint, the use of natural resources, waste management. And social factors refer to the impact that companies have on society, such as the treatment of employees, product safety, and community involvement. Governance factors refers to the way that companies are run, including their leadership structure, shareholder rights, and, and board diversity. Yeah, and we'll have a specialist on yep. um, to talk dedicated to that topic yep. in in a couple weeks. So absolutely. So stay tuned. Um, you know, this isn't a, a, a topic we w- love to talk about, but divorce is kind of a reality these days, and it doesn't seem to be... Especially in the younger generations. But but, but we're even seeing it in the old, some of the, the older... Yeah. Like, <laughs> like all of a later. sudden they're retired and we have to live together? What? Who are you? <laughs> We've seen that, you know? We, it's like, we have. You know, and you got to either adjust or... But typically they say like... So women's um, standard of living decreased by 27%. Mm-hmm. Men's standard of living increased by 10% after divorce. Mm. 
well, not to get overly personal, but we know someone in my family that was probably 10 years away from retirement and, uh, you know, went, went through a divorce and she pretty much had to start from scratch. Yep. And she, I mean, she's done phenomenal for what, you know, for what, what she had and what she started with. Mm-hmm. She's a hard worker and she went and made it happen. And now she's, she's retired. She has a side gig. Yep. Right, which we've talked about. Because, I mean, she needs to get out of the house. So one of her goals is, you know, to have for her peace of mind to be out of the house. And what can you do to be out of the house? She enjoys the social interactions. Exactly. Yep. So she's like, why not do what I love is interact with people and get paid for it. So that's my Christmas money. That's my savings. Exactly. Yeah. And she, right? yeah. I mean, she's like, okay, what's my number one goal? And and this was kind of before we met, but I said, you you got to get your cash reserves. And we've talked about this. And and she and she did it. She got her cash reserves built up. She was saving for retirement. Yeah. So divorce is certainly certainly an issue. And it you know, unfortunately, it's a it's not a topic that's fun to talk about, but it's important to be aware. Yeah. And what. Even if you're, when we do a plan, we don't plan on, you know, you guys get, you know, the clients getting divorced in that sense, right? But it's just like in the back of your mind, kind of still keep that in there just in case, right? You don't know. One day, kind of like when you had your plot twist, one day, you know, she could say, I don't love you anymore. Yeah. You know, so, you know. It, it happens. You it don't does. know the future. Planning is important. It's critical. Yep. We've created a booklet. If you're listening to this, you want a copy of it, let us know, reach out. We'll get it. We'll give it over to you. But it's called the, we call it the Love Code Navigator. How and to navigate your dreams. Eleanor Roosevelt. She said, the future belongs to those who believe in the beauty of their dreams. And I think people get so caught up in the money part of it. Let us do that. You focus on what, like you said, what, are you, what is it? What, you, what are you passionate about? If, if money wasn't an issue, which it is for most of us, but what is it you want to spend your time doing? Well, I mean, you know, that, that guide, we don't deal with numbers. That's just like, okay, if you're, you know, what are you passionate about? Do you have any hobbies? Like, okay, is there a side gig you like? Or, you know, how do you want to be known? Mm-hmm. What legacy you want to leave to your family, to your workplace, to your, you know, community? It's just hopes and dreams. Well, and here's some examples, okay? And I'm just, I'm just throwing these out. We don't have any clients that have gone and joined the Peace Corps, but if, if you want to serve, I mean... That, that is something very rewarding yeah like you know the peace corps but i don't think older generation well i don't know yeah i don't know if there's an age there is an age um limit on that mm-hmm. you know you could you, hey yeah we call i i don't even like the word retirement i, I like the word pivot because you're kind of pivoting or you're mm-hmm. transitioning to a new era of your life or you you know or i just call it the golden years because yeah. it's those last you know what 30 to 40 years of your life. Yep. 
And so even though you might be in your 60s, hey, it's okay. There's so many things you could like start a business. You could, you could, you could, you could say this, I've been wanting to do this my whole life. Now you have some time. Maybe you have the resources, start a, start a new business. Yeah, or like, you know, people like Etsy, you know, there are like people that do that mm-hmm. hobbies. You pick up a hobby, but you can also convert that into income, an income stream, right? Yep. Even in your, like, if you have a job, sometimes you just need to, as you said, pivot to something like, okay, my job is stressful enough, but I enjoy say, making a dog bow ties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, I that's my stress relief. So, therefore... How can I capitalize on Capitalize that? on that and make it an income. It may not be little, but it's rewarding to you, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It's your stress relief, but it also helps with your savings, yeah. whether that's for emergency funds, vacation funds, whatever it is. And it just doesn't have to be just in retirement. It just absolutely, you know, throughout your life. Learning, you know, another example: learning a new instrument. Uh, maybe you're, maybe you want to downsize your home. You know, that's a lot. We see a lot of people doing that, or people renovate their homes or renovate, you know. updated. Just finding new ways to relax. You know, it's like we now. My youngest is seventeen. She lives with us, but it's we were just talking before the podcast. She, like we have. We She's ca- going to be 18 in less than 30 days. Yeah. But we have more, like we were just talking about how weird it is to not have all these kids. Well, we started out with no kids at all. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know, you were my only yeah. child. Oh, yeah, okay. And I miss that. I miss that. But no, I mean, Sophie, we barely see her, you know, barely see her. But she still lives with us and she eats our food. She uses your washer three or four times a day. OMG, <laughs> let's not go there. Okay. No, she, two of us, we do not more than two loads a week. One teenage girls, at least four loads a week. Love you, Sophie. <laughs> change the dry, change the, what the. Clean the lint filter cl- after you so my energy bill don't get <laughs> high. Life has uh, tons of opportunities, whether you're, you're starting, you know, you, you start anything you want, right? Just ask yourself, what, what could I do next? Start with that. You can like, you know, and then with our, with the love code navigator, like you can look at your dreams and see if you can, ma- and then we can help you see if you can make that happen. Yep. Yep. If it's a, re- if it's a realistic one. Well, and here's a, f- so in, I'm just kind of opened our, you know, our, because one of my dreams can be like, I want to go and go to space, but you know, is that realistic, realistic? Yeah. Nah, not for me. You know? Well, and here, here's a few things. What milestones do you see in the future? You know, if you could do anything, time and money aside, we already brought this one up. What, what would it be? Maybe spend more time with your family, buy a vacation home. That's a big one for us. We want to find somewhere to go for the winter. I love Utah. I love living here, but I, I just, I need to leave for the winter. Yep. What would you like to add in your life? Maybe more time, more money, maybe other people, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe less people. I don't know. Less, yeah. people. less people. What would you like to reduce in your life? <laughs> Debt, you know, job stress, people. others, <laughs> other people. You know, here's the top 10 life dreams. 
Number one. Anyone anyone want to guess? Well, I guess you're the only one here. Do you want to guess? <laughs> <laughs> Top 10 life Yeah, what drinks? would you say is number one? Lose weight. That's number one. Lose weight. People, that's... Hey, I'm not... And that's also number one New Year resolution that by March, everybody forgets about it. Lose weight, become debt-free, uh, exercise more, write a book, okay? Get on, get on that chat GPT, you can write a, write, write a book. Uh, stay healthy, take a cruise. Uh, this, this is, you know, so these are all based on statistics. Go to Hawaii, <laughs> you know, it's, and it's funny because all grown up, my mom, that was all she talked about. I want to go to Hawaii, travel to Europe, uh, pay off the mortgage is a big one. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, going into retirement, if your mortgage is paid off, that, that that's a help. big help because that's a big chunk of your, you know, monthly expenses. Top 22nd careers. And we won't get into that because you don't want to go into to retirement yeah, wanting a second career, yeah. you know, but those second career could um, come into um, play when you're at that building stage, yeah. your accumulation stage, yeah. not yeah. the distribution stage, right? Well, these are, see, so these would be the top 22nd careers. So you could, you could go work for a nonprofit if you have experience there, right? Or you can volunteer, you know, like. You could, yeah, you can volunteer anywhere, be a patient uh, representative, Obviously, a lot of folks, their religion, uh, you can go, go serve or spend time in your religious organization. Or hospitals or clinics, you know, like our, one of our client helps with it. She used to be a nurse, mm -hmm. but, you know, now that she's retired, yeah, she's fully retired. Yeah. And she was waiting for her husband, but now her husband's also retired. But she still volunteers at the clinic oh, once yeah. or twice a week. Yeah. Or our other clients um, volunteer at her church for like homeschool, teach science for. She takes the kids out on on little. Excursions yeah, and she teaches them like you know science to what second and third graders. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and she loves it. She loves. Oh it. yeah, it gets her out of the house. It gives her that social interaction, mm -hmm. and it's rewarding for her. You know, here's one. We we have a client who's. Uh, I won't, I won't mention his name, but he's, I think we've, we've mentioned him before. He's 85, went back and got his math degree. Yes. I mean, that's, you know, this is something he always wanted to do. It was important to him. He was the him. oldest to graduate. Yeah, Would ever have. from the BYU math. Uh, yeah, from, BYU. The, from BYU. But then the next year, um, some lady beat him being older than him. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. But I mean, like, he's like, that was the hardest thing I've ever done, but I, he, he did it. You know, he it's, did it. it's his dreams, yeah. right? Learn another language. Go back to school. We talked about that. You know, it could just be relaxing, enjoying life. Travel with your family. Read more. Savor the quiet time you've been looking forward to your whole life. And, but sometimes it's kind of hard to pivot into that. Yeah, because like you're like, I have all this time. I don't know what to do. Well, that's why you plan ahead, right? When I love, we, we, have, we have some clients, again, I'm not going to mention names, but they love to golf together. And she actually, she, she's very competitive, but they, it gives them something to do together. When we've been talking about what, what we, you know, so I bought you some clubs and we're trying to get we're some. Learning. We're learning. We're trying to get some practice in. Yeah, and, you know, and I'm learning not to whack you with the golf clubs, too. I appreciate that. So, 
you know, family, how far away are your parents? <laughs> you know, and I laugh about this because we moved to Draper. My parents are five minutes away. So it's kind of funny when we moved in, you know, they, they wanted to interact a lot more. Well, which, we're closer. Which is cool. Yeah, it's cool. We're closer, we're, but we're the last people they call when they need help. Yeah, they're they're amazing. I was actually I and love my parents. Well, sometimes I'm kind of annoyed. At? I'm like, you know, I don't know. It's just like we're close. Like lean on us. Oh, the, first, the, they're not know? leaning on us more. <laughs> like, yeah. What are you annoyed with? Okay. Yeah, kind of, and they have good intentions, yeah. but it's just like they're trying not we're to here. Us. Yeah, and. You know, maybe their neighbors will be like, um, don't you have a son? But anyway, I see. You know, friends, it. staying socially active. I think it's important. I, I am not a social person, like, by nature. And so I know when I... I don't... You are... I am. You're a social butterfly. Well, not nah. as much as I am. <laughs> yeah. I'm a social butterfly. Yeah. But you're you're very social. I can... I, I like to say hi, and then I like to say bye. I like to show my face, smile. Even act at like the I'm enjoying gym, it. especially uh, at the gym, yeah. you're you're very sociable. Yeah, I'm still still high in a buy, especially at the gym. Yeah, when sometimes when we go to the gym together, I I can see you from the corner of my eyes, and you've been talking to that person for like ten <laughs> minutes. So, so that's not the case. It's you, not the case. I'm lying. Okay, new friends. Uh, how, how do you meet new people? You know, consider some classes, gym. clubs, organizations, gym. Gym. Where do you dream? Uh, where do you dream of going? What destinations? U.S. overseas? Historical sites? How do you want to travel? Motorhome, car, bicycle, motor, motorcycle, plane, train? Walk. Walk. How much? How much traveling do you want to do? Who do you want to be your traveling companion? Gracie. <laughs> Well, get her trained up and uh, we can start taking her with us. Where do you see yourself living? Do you want to stay in the area, move closer to family, move for work, relocate near activities you love? Things to consider, right? Yep. Like your parents wants to move to St. George. Again, oh, that conversation yeah. comes up because they're in St. George yeah. this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, we're, but you know, St. George is getting packed, so... Let's go another 20 minutes down the road into another state where yeah. there's no income tax. Yes. So it's, you know, there are to Mesquite. Yep. It's still kind of a St. Georgie yep. area. Yep. And it's only, and then you have easy access to St. George. Exactly. How do you, how do you intend to stay healthy and active? You know, physical fitness. Are you, do you, do you belong to a health club? Maybe you just take, maybe you just like to walk. You know? Get a dog and walk the dog. Yeah. Well, there you go. You know, maybe you want to learn martial arts. Uh, you know, sixty-five. That might be a little, little, di you know, a little different. But uh, yeah, watch out for the parts because at, you know, the when, parts. Yeah, your body parts because especially if you're considering martial arts, you know, if you still have all genuine parts and they haven't really <laughs> been. Yeah, that's true. You know, so eh. you might have to get some replacement parts in there. Huh? Yeah, replacement parts, or you may break some yeah. of those original parts. So just well, and that's why you do yoga. Yoga is another one. I, I I I love yoga. There's, I'm in. I think I'm in the senior yoga class. You know, which is really just stretching. <laughs> which, but you know what? I love it. I love it. I've met a lot of great people. You know, I I I, I do lift, and so I I love yoga. I love yoga. 
I know it, it's going it, to, I definitely feel better after I do it. Mental fi- fitness, you know, uh, t- taking classes, go to concerts. Do puzzles. Do puzzles. Play chess. Write, play a, sequence, write a book. Play games. Practice meditation. Okay, and the last one is healthcare. And this is important, right? This is probably the one risk that we we haven't really found a way to completely you you can eat healthy you can work out but ultimately that that risk is one you just you can't really take away you, you can do your best yeah unless you have a crystal ball and you know what your health is going to look like mm-hmm. you know during those golden years well and, and learn about and make the most of your benefits your health insurance your health savings account flexible spending accounts medicare medicare Long-term care is, is, is a big one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, your prescription drugs, and what does that look like? So those, those are just some things that we wanted, that we've included in our guide that, that you can kind of, again, it's not about the number. This guide it's is not, not about, about the numbers. numbers. It's about envisioning what, what you, you want your life to be. It's like, how, how do you want to navigate the last part of your life? Yep. What is the second or second like the half second, look like. yeah, or the fourth because quarter. Because you're, you're well. I'm in the third quarter. I'm just I'm, I'm entering the third quarter. Well, th- you think you're gonna live to be a hundred? Mm, you've told me I am. I uh, didn't say. 100. I think I think my number is like eighty-seven. That's what I, that's what my that's what my gut tells me. So I have to um, prepare for that. Die by the time I'm eighty. So so I blast off before you. Oh. You want to be waiting for me? Well, I mean, you still want to live. You don't want to be alone. Yeah, as Winnie the Pooh said, "If you live to be a hundred, I want to live to be a hundred minus one day, so I don't have to live without you." Oh, well, if something happens to me, please don't grow old all by yourself. I might be. I'll probably be happier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just by yourself. Yeah, I can. Like, I can see that. I can see Why that. would I want to date when I'm 75 or, you know, at that age? Hey, you never know. You want to sit there, you know, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't want to be alone at 75. I'm not alone. I'm, it just doesn't work for me. I like. I That's wanna, why I want to go first. So I don't have to deal with that. <laughs> it's okay. for a selfish reason. Yeah, but yeah, it also it. like, you know, death of a loved one can take a toll on you too. Oh, for sure. Physically and emotionally. For sure. Yeah. And, and, and we have seen a lot of these women that have lost their husbands and they, they don't date. They don't, they, they're not interested. Or even. they're like blast off and follow Soon, their loved yeah, ones, yeah. you know, not that far behind. It was, it was interesting. I was walking through the cemetery in, in Draper and I was looking at the dates and, and I noticed that like as soon as someone passes, like it's only a few years, it's like on several of them, it was like within four or five years, yep. you know? And, and I, a lot of that's probably because of loneliness. Well, it's loneliness. And then, like, you know, when you build a life together, yeah. like, your parents, they've been together 50-plus years. Yeah, that's going to be. You know, that's going to be tough. That's going to be tough. No matter who goes first. It's just tough when you're used to that companionship. It's like you don't want to. Yep. As, like, you know, one of our friends have said, it's like, well, you know, you're still pretty if your husband were to blast off. Like, would you want to get remarried or, you know, start dating? And she's like, no, one of him is enough. Like, I don't need any more in my life. Yeah. I'm, 
you know, it's like we're in that same boat. It's just like, no. Mm. Everyone, good, everyone, everyone's different. Right? I'm good with Gracie. I'm good with just a dog. Yeah. It's just like. Well, we'll see. After after a year or two, you might change your mind. But but yeah. nevertheless, let, let's end on this. If if you want a copy of the Lo- Love Code Navigator, we'll get it out to you. If you just want a quick retirement readiness review, uh, we're we're happy to do that. You know, sit down with you and kind of go through this with you and answer some of those questions with you. Uh, that, you know, that's that's uh, obviously something we provide for for everyone. So, with that said, I would say dream big, dream big. Don't and I think uh, you know we we kind of skipped over this a little bit, but but fear can be a big obstacle. Mm-hmm. And if you can somehow kind of, I think writing these goals down, writing these things down can kind of help with some of that fear. Let work with someone, let them do the numbers part of it or help you, you know, with the numbers part of it, but focus on what's important to you. What, what legacy you want to leave. One of the greatest gifts you can leave for your family is a life well lived. Not how much money you're going to, pass on to your beneficiaries but a life well lived you're happy you live well and you go in peace yep you can you feel good about exiting with grace yes with that said here's uh cheers to another week cheers to summer the sun warmth and just you know think about what you want to do in your golden years plan beyond the numbers plan beyond the numbers like just dream speak with your partner you can have your own dreams and you can have a joint dreams too amen and see if you can make that a reality is that doable and then talk to your specialist yep you're uh, like you said your financial therapist yep share with share, share with someone doesn't matter who it is. Just share with them. We're also your compass, right? Absolutely. Yep. You don't want to get lost without directions, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. When uh, when you know where you're going, it, it, that, it tends to take that some of that fear away. Yeah. And getting into the right lane before the exit comes up <laughs> is also critical, yes. too. Not You're not just like trying to cross three lanes just so you can exit. I appreciate that feedback. At that last yeah. minute. I appreciate that feedback. It's the same with life. Oh, I know. Right? I thought I thought you were talking about me. Well, both. <laughs> it's planning ahead. Yeah. Have that vision. Yeah. See what that happiness looks like down the road. Amen, sister. Well, with that said, here's to another week. All right. And smile. Eat cake. <laughs> smile and eat cake smile and eat cake all right well there goes the health part of that no every once in a while eat a piece of cake eat a piece of cake or a big cookie enjoy enjoy yourself yeah said the guy that gave my treat away (laughs) and hasn't replaced it yet oh yes yes i think i owe you that so enjoy your week Think about, think about the future. Well, or you know your dreams. Write it down. Talk with your partner. Have some fun. Peace out. Peace out.
That's it for this week's episode of Love, Life, Money, and a Cup of Coffee with Cody Kathy. Thank you for listening. Be sure to follow us on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a thing. This is Cody and Kathy wishing you a love-filled life full of prosperity. Have a good week. Peace out. Peace out. Peace out.